Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollack, cybersecurity attorney at Niles Barton and Wilmer. Glad to have you back. As always, keep those questions and comments coming. Got a lot of good discussion points. Call me, 443-381-3586. And one uh, question I got recently was about the new Virginia Consumer Data Protection Act, the C. DPA. And what is the Virginia Consumer Data Protection Act and why should we care? One thing we talked about previously is the California Consumer Protection Act, the CCPA, or the GDPR Lite, the Global Data Protection Regulations from Europe. So what this is, specifically in Virginia and in California, the purpose is to allow people to opt out of data collection, opt out of their information being collected, to rectify that, to ask to modify, um, to tell you not to sell it, to delete it. You know, state governments and governments basically want to give consumers more control over their information. And so how did we get here? We got here because companies like Facebook, Instagram, I guess they're the same company, Facebook, Google, uh, Microsoft, whoever collects our information was using that to create profiles on us. So if you imagine you go online, you know, maybe you shop for a bathing suit. Well, then the next two weeks, you're going to get ads about bathing suits because they're tracking your behavior. And obviously, we want to try to limit that because we don't want companies tracking our behavior unless they have our consent. We don't want companies feeding us ads unless they have our consent. We don't want companies collecting all this information about us and then making it a commodity and selling it to other companies to target us. So what did the government do? In response, governments have now created these laws, like the CCPA, like the CDPA, to regulate companies' ability to take in our information and to give us the rights to control that information. So what is in this Virginia law? Basically, it's going to be very similar to the California law. It's going to give people the right to rectify, to access, to modify, to correct, to ask for deletion of their personal data. It's also going to give them the right to opt out. It's going to require companies to give notice procedures. And while this seems like not a big deal, not difficult to do, I want you to imagine trying to be compliant with this without any process or protocol in place. So all of a sudden you get one of your consumers, one of your clients, emailing and calling and saying, hey, I want you to to delete my information. Or I want to be able to modify what you have for my information. And you say, sure, you do it. But how are you tracking that? How can you prove it if that client or consumer goes to the attorney general and says, wait, they didn't do what I asked? How are you going to show any process in place? And I can tell you, the attorney general, when they ask you the question, the response is, well, they told me that, and I did it. Most likely, it's not going to be acceptable unless you have that formal process in place that tracks these requests, tracks your responses, and is able to prove it. You know, it's the old saying for trial attorneys, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove, right? So it doesn't really matter what you know, you got to be able to prove it. So other parts of this law that are pertinent is that it establishes rules that you've got to have 
administrative, physical, and technical safeguards in place. So what does that mean? That goes back to everything we've been discussing, having those processes, protocols, procedures in place to protect information. So that's the administrative side. And what does that mean? Written information security policies, incident response plans, vendor contracts, vendor management. You want to make sure all of those are legally compliant. You know, boilerplate templates are not the avenue for this. It's too unique and it shifts too quickly. And if you have it written down and you're not following it, that makes you more liable. Physical safeguards. How are you protecting your servers? Key cards to get in buildings. What type of locks do you have on doors? File cabinets. Anything you think about with physical security. And then technical is all the cybersecurity infrastructure. Multi-factor authentication, password change policy, firewalls, uh, up-to-date security patches. All those things that you need to show your clients and consumers and the government that you've acted reasonable. And the word reasonable is a consistent theme in everything we've discussed on these podcasts. Because you're going to be judged on reasonableness. Not doing anything is not reasonable. Let me repeat that. Not doing anything is not reasonable. Because imagine, just put yourself in a client position where you haven't done any of this, you have no safeguards. How would you feel? How would you react? Probably pretty poorly. And so what happens if you don't follow the law in Virginia, the CDPA? Well, the Attorney General can seek, one, uh, a fine and penalty against you of $7,500 per violation. Now, they'll give you 30 days to rectify this. They'll give you 30 days to fix it. But if you don't fix it, $7,500 per violation. Maybe one's not bad. But what if it becomes 10? What if it becomes 15? What if it becomes 20? The numbers start adding up pretty quickly. You know, the big difference between the CDPA and the CCPA is that you don't have that private right of action in the CDPA. So an individual can't sue you themselves just because you violated this. But this law still puts on pretty strict and stringent requirements that involves a lot of this front end work and a lot of incorporating new practices across enterprises. And this law is not going to be unique. Approximately 11 other states tried to pass similar laws and they didn't make it through their state legislatures. But that doesn't mean they're not going to next year. This is the new wave. Companies need to get ahead of it. The companies that are ahead of it are going to be well positioned to handle the compliance obligations. And the regulators are going to focus on those who did nothing. So once again, it's about being reasonable. Feel free to send in questions, comments. Call me, 443-381-3586. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of the Cyber Law Podcast, Cyber Law Revolution Podcast.